Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Shades of Us, the review. I am Ramat. Now, I was driving home after a very hectic day at work when the song I'm about to review came up on the radio. I have to do this. Shout out to Sound City 96.3 Abuja because they give me good music. Yeah, so usually music keeps me company while I process my thoughts, right? But for some reason, when this song came up on the radio, I decided to really listen to the lyrics and bam, I just knew I had to review it. So today we are talking B-I-T-C-H by Megan Thee Stallion. I'd rather be a B-I-T-C-H, cause that's what you gonna call me when I'm tripping anyway. You know you can't control me, baby. You need a real one in your life. The bitches ain't gonna give it to you, right? So let's start with some facts about the artist and the song. As usual, we start with facts about the artist. Megan Jovan Ruth Pete, born February 15, 1995, and also known as Megan Thee Stallion, is an American rapper, singer, and songwriter. She was born in Bexar County in Texas and raised in South Park, Houston. Megan Thee Stallion began writing and performing raps as a teenager, and she first garnered attention when videos of her freestyling became popular on social media platforms such as Instagram. She has released three EPs since 2017, Make It Hot, Tina Snow and Sugar, with the later two chatting on the US Billboard 200. She signed to 300 Entertainment in 2018, and I think they have issues right now with the entertainment company, but yeah. And she released her first full-length mixtape, Fever, in 2019 to critical acclaim. In 2020, her single Savage, I'm a Savage, <laughs> went viral on the social media app TikTok and reached number one on the US Billboard Hot 100. She released the remix with My Queen, My Queen, Bow Down to the Queen, Beyonce. And I loved Savage even before Beyonce jumped on the song. It was, I kept trying to pick the dance and be like, I'm a Savage, you know, Ratchet and whatnot. And then mm, My Queen came on it. And every time I heard that, okay, it was like, girl, yes, yes, yes. I was super happy that that happened. And especially happy that the week that happened, four women topped the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Megan Thee Stallion, Queen Beyonce, yes, I bow, um, Nicki Minaj, whom I absolutely love, and finally got her number one, and Doja Cat, who has one of the fire songs of 2020, say so. So, yeah, I love me some good black women giving it hot, hot. <laughs> anyway, enough about being silly. Megan Thee Stallion has been nominated for 16 award categories in different, you know, awards and has won two BET Hip Hop Awards, an MTV Music Video Awards and a Billboard Women in Music Award so far. Megan Thee Stallion is known for her confidence, sensuality and explicit lyrics. Girl, that girl has a potty mouth. But I like her. I like the fact that she's open. She puts out her sensuality. She's not scared to be open. Yes, it's common for women to do it in the music industry. But she says it and she kind of means it and it's so raw and it's nasty and you just wonder, ooh, girl, what is going on? She she knows her thing and she actually told Pitchfork in an interview that it's not just about being sexy, it's about being, you know, being confident in her sexuality. So I love that about her. Um, she represents said sexuality through her lyrics and her videos and her live performances and she always has her thong out, she's always twerking, twerking, twerking. <laughs> 
Megan Thee Stallion is so much energy. She is such a burst of good energy. I like her person. She cites Pimp C, Lil Kim, Biggie Smalls, Three Six Mafia, and Beyonce as her biggest influences. It is no surprise, girl. In multiple interviews, Megan Thee Stallion has referred to herself as Tina Snow, which is one of her alter egos. And it was even the name of her debut EP, which was called Tina Snow. Uh, Tina Snow is influenced by Pimp C's alias, Tony Snow. She likes her some Pimp C, right? And he has a similar confidence and unapologetic sexually dominant delivery. So it's not surprising that, you know, she really likes him. Now, another alias of hers is Hot Girl Meg. And it's um, an alter ego of hers. And is described as embodying Megan Thee Stallion's carefree outgoing side and she compares herself to being a college girl a party girl she loves that fun that's who she is now on her instagram megan the stallion has also referred to herself as the hood tyra banks <laughs> girl would have me in stitches anyway she originated the catchphrase hot girl summer on social media she first used the phrase in a tweet on april 14 2018 it later appeared on the fever album cover which read she the hot girl and she's bringing the heat yes and she brought the heat that summer i mean everybody was talking about hot girl summer people wanted to just own their hot girl summer show their buddies off go out have fun be good uh you know it was so 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 much cool stuff right she defined the term as women and men being unapologetically themselves and just having a good ass time hyping up their friends doing themselves and i love 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 that she has applied to trademark the term and of course i think she should get it and then um the song hot girl summer was released august 9 2019 now to something that is sad megan the stallion has had this huge love for her mom who doubled up as her manager or her momager and um she lost her mom sometime in march 2019 her mother's name was holly thomas and she had a long-standing cancerous brain tumor and you know her grandmother had died in the same month so it was a tough tough time for megan the stallion but she's been able to bounce back it's a loss that she's never ever going to get over all through her life she'll always remember her mom and her grandmom but, you know, she's been able to, you know, move on in the sense of, you know, trying to leave, just trying to be herself. Now, um, as well as acting as her daughter's manager, Holly Thomas had influenced Megan Thee Stallion's decision to study health administration. Now, it's a great thing to have a career in rap. But many people forget that this career may, you know, be truncated at some point or you may lose money or something. But if you have, you know, a degree in health administration, which will always be relevant... She can always switch to working if the rap game doesn't pan out maybe 10, 20 years from now or something along the line. And her mom also helped her establish assisted living facilities in her hometown of Houston, Texas. And she's such a huge fan of her hometown. She talks about it a lot. She's proud of her hometown. I think she wants to be able to contribute as much as she can to her hometown. Now, let's talk about the song B-I-T-C-H. Yeah, so B-I-T-C-H is the leading single by Megan Thee Stallion of her project Sugar. On January 9, my birthday, 2020, Megan teased the song for the first time on Instagram with a video of her rapping to the song. 
Five days later, she confirmed in a tweet that she will be dropping the song on January 24, 2020. That's before 2020 got crazy. Regardless, uh, Megan Thee Stallion said that she had just finished the show and she couldn't remember what stage she was in, but she felt that she just needed to rest and take a shower and it just hit her like, wow, she wanted to remake Tupac's um, Rather Be Your Nigger. Ah, I remember that song. So she got um Helluva Beats to make the beat for her and he sent her the beats the very next day. She said she wrote a little bit of it on the plane and then wrote the rest of it in her hotel room and she was just in a state, you know. And then she literally went to Vegas and decided this is what we're going to do. She wants to meet people, she wants to put out her energy and she's sick and tired of having boyfriend issues. So she just really put everything that inspired her together into this song and was like yeah let's just have it and it came out powerful powerful is the way to describe because girl she went hard on that song the beat was fire but before i get to that let me continue with more facts about the song during the week ending february 8 2020 bitch debuted at number 31 on the hot one billboard hot 100 when megan the stallion was asked what inspired the track she said that, you know, she's always, always loved Tupac. And she meant that Nigga was on her playlist, the song which she sampled, of course. And that because Tupac has always had this great energy, he's gangster, but he's sexy at the same time. I mean, look at Tupac. Oh, rest in peace rest in peace anyway so she felt like you know it was just her and she was really listening to it and she loved his cadence she loved his flow she loved that he was just dominant and he gave these huge big energy and she she felt like that was her that was the male version of her so she decided like if she flipped it and gave it something you know gave it power from a woman's perspective that it would really hit and it it did right so if you want to mention the credits for the song the writing and whatnot you have to mention tupac in it so there's tupac there's richie rich there's dog rashid um uh, the host of others about eight people are credited for writing the song the performance rights are to ascap sisak and bmi and the publishers are music all stars new world music universal music group and nine other people the distributor is Warner Music Group and the label under which he released the song was 1501 Certified Entertainment and 300 Entertainment. It's copyrighted by 300 Entertainment and 1501 Certified Entertainment. And um, the release date, like I said, was January 24, 2020. She samples I'll Rather Be With You by Bootsy Rubber Band, Rather Be A Nigga by Tupac featuring Richie Rich. And the remix is credited as B-I-T-C-H, Chop Not Slop Remix by Megan The Stallion. Now let's talk about my favorite line. See, I have to admit, every single line in this song resonated with me. Mm, look, every single line in this song resonated with me. Like, girl, I love the song. I was like, am I going to be able to choose a particular line that I like because I like every single line everything but you know because we have to do the favorite and least favorite so i had to pick a couple of it but just go listen to the rest of it with me with the knowledge that i genuinely like the entire song so 
the first line that is really stood out for me was the line about equal treatment. You say you want respect or treat me how you want to be treated. You told me to keep it real, but you don't practice what you're preaching. She's like, look, if you want respect, give respect. And that is my mantra. I'm like, you want me to respect you? There's no problem. Ain't nobody fighting you about it. But Negro guy man whatever you want to use to describe that person you better best be willing to give back that respect i ain't got no time to play with you the second part of the song that i like completely is reminding the guy that took and play that game man you knew i was a player but you made me need to relax you know that you gonna hate me if i get the plan get back <laughs> i love that line because it was like look you want to mess around you want to do what you want to do fine but remember dude remember i was a player before you met me don't think that you know i stopped don't think that <laughs> so i love that line because it is so me you know shoot, I'm, I'm a gentle dove you know <laughs> My third favorite line has to be her telling the guy to do whatever he feels like. Since you want to test some waters, might as well jump in with both feet. If you leave me and you see me, better act like you don't know me. If you think it should get better, would another bitch go get her? <laughs> I especially like the line where she says, since you want to test them waters, you better jump in with both feet. <laughs> it's like, guy, if you want to be bad, if you want to be nasty, you want to be crazy, you want to do anything, do it with all of you. Don't even pretend about it. Do it with all of you. I love that line. And especially about what she said, you know, if you think that things are going to be better with that person, go get that person. Oh, Benny, don't come and disturb me. Don't stress me. Go. <laughs> I don't know why I'm having so much fun with this. And my last favorite line of the song is the, basically the summary of the song where she says, I am independent. And you can get why I like the song because it is me. I am completely independent. I like to do my things, own my things, not be controlled by anybody. And I think that's why the chorus got to me where it's like, dude, you know, you can't control me, right? I, I am so against control. I am so against all forms of, you know, trying to give me that dude. It's not even going to happen. So I like the song. Now, usually if I like a song this much, I try my best not to find this part that I don't like at all. But I have to be balanced. So there's one line that I don't like. And that's where she called women ho. You really want me to book the hole that you fucking with if I find her. Now you'll probably be like, why am I getting angry at her when she used bitches and whatnot? But when she used bitches, she referred to the guy and the girl as a bitch. You know, so cuss words and whatnot. But she referred to the guy and the girl as bitch. But when she said ho, this was particular to the girl. And the fact that you're like, oh, you want me to go whoop the hoes as that you're fucking with? But the, it doesn't make sense to now, you know, use the word. That I draw a line to. Yes, I should draw a line to all curse words, but this is hip-hop. This is rap. People will curse. This is how they talk normally, so they would curse. Um, But I think that even subconsciously, women believe other women are... Uh, holes or whatnot because of the little misogyny or misogynoir you know so there's always all of these things happening so if bitch is referring to someone as an insult general insult it makes sense but if you say ho it's kind of like a slap to the person's sexuality and it's only used for women and i think that is trash which is why i didn't like that part of the song but 
after like listening to it that day, the very first day I really listened to it, I knew the entire song was one that I could rock with. Now I'd heard it many times before, which isn't surprising. I hear a song a thousand times and then one day and I'm like, boom, what is this thing? Right. So I like the fact that she sampled Tupac and I love the vibe and all of that. But before then, I hadn't really listened to the song. So when I did listen to the song, I, I realized how much I loved it. I realized how much I connected to the lyrics. I realized how much power it gave. And it is a power anthem if I ever saw one. I am definitely adding it to my list of female power anthems. And I think Hell of a Beat did a hell of a job on it. All pun intended, y'all. <laughs> and the way Megan ate up the beat was super, super cool. The lyrics was clear, the punchline succinct, and the message was powerful. I especially like the lines that ran through from the guy thinking she would blow off his phone to where she told him she couldn't be bothered by his booboo the fool antics. Like, if you don't give a fuck about it, why should I care? And that's part I like, 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 like. Oh, that's my thing. <laughs> you can tell when I like a song, right? <laughs> so I'm not even going to waste more time. I'm going to rate it a 9 over 10. No, hands down. Fire song. Powerful. Awesome. The rhythm was great. The vibe was fantastic. The cadence was beautiful. I love the song. Yeah. And shout out to all the powerful women loving themselves and refusing to let no bum try to change who they are. Just be you, be powerful, be strong and confident in who you are and love yourself. And don't let nobody treat you poorly. You know, let them know if they want to step out, that's the door. Close it behind you. If they want to misbehave, go. You know, just let people understand that you love yourself, you trust yourself, you believe in yourself and you're awesome. If they don't want all of that, the door is open. Let them go. I love, love, love the song. But 9 over 10 is my opinion. Have you heard the song? What do you think about it? I think I would like you to share your views in the comment section and let us talk about it. Maybe fight about it a bit. <laughs> Remember, you can suggest the song you'd like to see reviewed and I will get on it for you. That's about it on the show. Please listen to the end of this podcast to find out ways to contact me. And don't forget to tune in every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. on our platforms for more. It's hugs and kisses from Ramat. Bye. That's a wrap on today's podcast. Like us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Shades of Us, or you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shades of Us Media. Tell us any song, album, movie, or series you think will make for a great review by sending an email to shadesofusafrica at gmail.com or a WhatsApp message to plus 234-905-912-7552. Thanks for listening. Bye.